You're listening to Front Porch Theology, a podcast of New Heights Church. We laugh, we argue, we carry on. So welcome to our front porch. Have a seat and let's get into it. But I won't do that. He's recording. I'm over here here bad-mouthing people. (laughs) And you're over there singing meatloaf. I won't do anything for love. Welcome to the Front Porch Theology Podcast. I'm Heather, your host, and I'm here with my friend. Jeremy. Are we friends or are we podcast friends? Um, I think as of right now, we're definitely podcast friends, but... I think there's a window opening. Oh, okay. And I think I think our families are going to fly through it oh, and yeah? become friends. Our families? Yeah. So then we're At least all of us. Then we're going, oh, all of us. All of us just going through the window. Like everybody in the world? Well, so here's like- the problem. If I could ever peel Jason away from Will, because they have their, quote, meetings all mm. the time to discuss their books that they're not writing anymore. Yeah. I'm like, come on. Those two and Olivia, I'm like, come on. We, what are they doing? Like I like yeah. Well, I don't. Know, I mean, they they have like they. Like I try to come into the office and they're like, oh, "Excuse me, we're having a book meeting." I'm like, <laughs> you aren't even writing anything. Y'all just like in there playing poker, and you know they they won't let me in. That's sad. It is sad. That's true. It is sad. But I was talking about you and I. But yeah. um, good. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Good just, way to dodge around. I just that. assume. I that. just assume that uh, once once that you know we will become friends. You'll probably join that group like everybody else and. I'll just be left outside. I think I'm too much for that group. In the cold. Yeah? To be honest, yeah. Fair enough. Me too. I think they we'll can't handle me. We'll be too much group. I, can, I think they can't handle me. <laughs> a bit too much. Fair so. enough. Um, so, we don't know where Will is. He um, said... He said he was going to be here. He said Wednesday at 1... Or, I'm sorry, Thursday at 1 worked. And, yeah, it, and uh, he's not here. We've been waiting for Shocker. about 20 minutes. Shocker. Uh, yeah. So, um... Jeremy, you and I are going to have a discussion today, yeah. and um, I wanted to talk to you um, just just because, man, I see so much of this on social media, and um, I know it's a really big thing, and I don't know, I know what some of, some of the solution could be, but uh, I want to talk to you just because I know you do a lot of pastoral counseling too, and um, I want to talk to you about discontentment in uh, Christianity. Yeah. Um, what it is, what are symptoms, like what we can do to stop ourselves from doing it. Because I think this is something that happens to everybody. I think it can also be um, just like phases of burnout sometimes. Sure. But, but also I think it can spiral into like major life problems where you see families being broken apart and, oh yeah, um, you know, things happening. So let's talk about a little bit yeah so discontent is so i'm curious what like what where you want to go with this because is it discontent just in everyday life or with within their faith this feeling of uh uselessness which one do you want to go with i'm we go with both i think they're all kind of rude in the same thing okay so i think discontent is um it's an issue of pride and uh, and especially within like the area of like man, I feel like I'm I'm not being used the way I would want to be used. I feel like I'm useless. Um, I think it's a I, I had greater expectations for me or different expectations I should say than God's expectations. Yeah. And and this idea of man, I'm let down 
with God's expectations. And so I, th- I think a lot of times that's just an issue of pride. Yeah. Um, and But you see it a lot. I can't tell you how many times I think people say to me, or people have said to me, they said uh, uh, something along the lines of, I was hoping God would use me this way. I'm disappointed that I'm not this. I don't have this gift. I want this gift. I've prayed for this gift. I don't have it. Usually it's one where there's a lot of attention, like with speaking, Yeah. Um, which I always find interesting. Um, you know, no one is like, man, give me that gift of administration. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but like, but in all seriousness, there's a, um, I think there's a discontent there with what the Lord has given them and how the Lord wants to use them in the body. But they have plans that are different. Yeah. And their plans they think are superior than God's plans, which yeah. is problematic. Yeah. So I think, uh, I think the majority of discontentment, um, kind of just to backtrack, um, I think you see it a lot more in people's everyday lives, but I but I think especially oh, sure. in the church, like you you've made a really good point that a lot of people. So why do you think that is? What do you think it's just the issue of pride, like people? It's just in the church. In yeah, general? in church in general. Yeah, I think I think it's that. I think people exalt different gifts over another. You see that in the the, the church in Corinth, uh, where people are, are exalting speaking gifts, more ones that are more publicly seen than others. Um, and Paul has to say, "There's no one's not greater than another. You know, they're uh, they're give, you know, it's given to you by God for you to 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 use for His plan." And again, I think it's one of those where we typically we do the same thing. We will say, um, and it, it, you see, here's here's one of the the uh, the fruits of that when people start exalting the pastor to super Christian levels, right? Mm, yeah. And so, and then go figure. People say, man, I want to be like that guy. Yeah. They don't see as someone who just have, has a gift of teaching, who still struggles with sin, who's still a failure in different areas, who still needs Jesus and grace daily. And so they look at that person and go, man, that guy has it together. I want that. And and part of being that is having those giftings or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, people looking up to them. them I, literally, I had a, a fellow tell me one time that he really believed, he wanted to lead, you know, uh, have a great movement and I said what would happen if you didn't do that in your life have you know this giant Christian movement and he said man I feel really disappointed and I, and I thought that was sad like you would feel disappointed because you because you can't appreciate and be content with how the Lord's using you yeah and so some of it I think it's like this is desire to be remembered and to be uh, to be um, I mean, for lack of better words, maybe just worshipped and valued heavier, um, and and so yeah, I think that's sadly what it is. But but that tells you that when someone's that way, they're the ones not valuing people that are not seen. Yeah. They're only valuing the people that are. Yeah, that's good. That's and, a really good point. Yeah. Um. So I, you know, I think you were talking. And I was thinking, man, that's that's something that we have been really. Um. You know, we're in the the stage and age of uh, where we're really trying to hit that home with Benjamin, like be grateful, be grateful for what you have and what you get to do instead of being unhappy about the things you don't get to do. And, you know, you've got a list a mile long over here, the things you get to do. And that one little thing you're going to let set you off. How old is he? He's nine. It's that age. Yeah. So Maddox is the same way. There's a new Zelda game that came out, right? He's like, dad, I gotta have the Zelda game. And I'm like, okay, well, what's, you know, let's look at all that you do have and let's be happy with this. And, but, but also, you know, there's a, you know, for, for him, for example, it's like, all right, you have to work to get this yeah. and you'll, and you'll value it more. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I don't know. There's, there's something to that, but uh, it's, it is a weird, it's a weird thing that like kids go through, but sometimes 
We don't shake it, and it just manifests itself differently. As as you yeah, as you get, get older, older, right? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I think you think of people with um, I mean, whoever says, especially in in, in the American culture, right, where we like the American dream is about acquiring, right? I got to have a house and land and property. Yeah. Self sufficiency. Um, who, you know, there is that we always need more. Um, we always want more. Very, I think, I think Americans, uh, how much stuff we have, how much stuff we store, we throw away. Like, we're very, we're not known for being a content people with, man, I have a nice little house and I'm okay with this nice little house and I have a couple used cars and I'm okay with that. Like, this is fine. Like, I, it works, it functions. Yeah. It's just not, it's not in, it's not in our DNA. Um, you know, and I, I think Paul has something to say. I mean, Paul says in Philippians 4.10, right? He says, and I think this should be the our, our goal. Um, not that I am speaking of being in need. I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low. I know how to abound. In, any, in every circumstance, I have learned the secret, secret of face and plenty and hunger and abundance and need. I, and this is the famous quote. So think about this. He's talking about being content. And then he says this little, this little treasure here. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Right? Uh, you know, this is not uh, about shooting three-pointers. It is about the Lord, through the Lord's ability and divine care, he can provide me with con- being content. It is such a seemingly impossible thing that says, all right, I can, I can be content through all circumstances, through the Lord who can grant it to me. And um, I think that w- what, a, what a cool thing, again, something we probably don't pray very often, Lord, help me be content in the situation I am, whether it's pastorally, I, help me be content at a small church, help me be content uh, as not the guy that speaks every Sunday, let me be content as someone who never speaks, let me be content with my, you know, with, with my, the possessions I do have versus always, um, never, you know, always the, the opposite, which I guess is being a glutton for and, and even uh, coveting what everybody else yeah. has. Yeah, that's good. And you mentioned social media. Yeah. Like, you think of how role that plays. Oh, huge. I mean, so I think, and I... I have, when we, and with this, I do want to talk about content and women. And, and, because I have something such, I want to ask you something in a minute. Okay. I'm serious. So go, go ahead. Okay. So, because I'm not on social media a lot, but like, I would imagine, is, okay, or what were they called? I was going to call them sparklers. That's not the name for them. The social media people that, Influencers. Influencers. Sparklers. sparklers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a sparkler. Um, all right, influencers. Like, so I've heard that some of these people actually rent homes. Yeah. Is that right? They rent homes behind them and they rent the cars to make everyone look like there's something greater than they are. And what is so, that? Yeah. Every people looks at this and they say, man, my life sucks. I want that life. So that... So don't the, be a sparkler. Don't be a sparkler. Um, so, I, you know, I was just reading, kind of thinking about this topic, and it's, um, you know, discontentment really comes from unmet expectations. Yeah. And I think we see these things, and we're like, man, I don't have, like, you You don't even have to have expectations of having those things. But yeah. then you see so many other people having them, and you're like, man, it makes you really just... Isn't that just another way of saying entitlement? Like, you're entitled? Yeah, 100%. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about just everyday life, because... Um, I'm going to say it, okay? Say it. Oh, wait, can I guess? Yeah, sure. Discontentment can create porn addiction. 
It can, yes. It absolutely can. That wasn't what I was going to say, okay. but yes, it can. It can. Um, I think it can it can uh, cause issues like that. I think it can cause. Um, I mean, I think it can cause all kinds of different expectations or uh, scenarios to happen. But I'm seeing more and more, and maybe it's just me and and the people that I see and that I know. It seems like women. Oh. Are more and more the I ones agree. that you see are dis and. Oh, and maybe we're gonna go. Maybe this is what I want to talk about. Maybe you're th- you reading just my want mind. Me to... <laughs> so what, how how do you think women are discontent? So, because I think men are too, but I think it does. I think men are too. Differently. So I think for women, I think, I think somewhere along the way, the expectations of what women should be able to and what they should have to do has just expanded are we talking about occupation are we talking about like well i'm talking about a little bit of everything so like with with women going to work and then having families so i think the expectations have just kind of exploded and i don't know that society society has put those expectations on us a bit but i think we've also put them on ourselves sure nobody had to say heather you should you should you need to work financially for your family to support your family but you should also try to be a stay-at-home mom and do all the mom things with your kids class and all these things um i put those expectations on myself and then i think what happens is we get so worried about the expectations and doing these jobs that we lose our identity we lose ourselves Mm -hmm. um in who we were truly meant to be and that's just a daughter of the king and um i think i think that causes a spiral of my identity is and being Jason's wife or, yeah. oh, and that's something I hate. Uh, some of my friends who are listening to this will laugh because I've told them this story. I hate, hate, hate getting mail that says Mr. and Mrs. Jason Cook. Like, I know that's a very hmm. formal thing, but yeah. it's like my identity is as Mrs. Jason Cook. Like, yeah. I can't have my own identity. Yeah. Um, so please don't send me mail that way. That's how I, I get Christmas <laughs> cards from that little small group of friends. I'm going to start saying Mr. and Mrs. Heather Cook. Yeah, wife Cook. Somebody sent me uh, a thing that said Jason and Waff Cook. I mean, they couldn't even they couldn't even do Mister and Mrs. Jason wife Cook like cook. Jason and Wife Cook. So, um, so you know, I think I think you can lose your identity and being a Waff. You can lose your identity and being somebody's mother. Um, you know, women are trying to prove themselves in the workplace and climb up the ladder and and get places they've never been to before that women have never been able to be before. And and then you see, you just kind of see, like in the four, like in their forties, fifties, like you sure. kind of just see their lives explode. Yeah. And um, you you know, it's like their you know divorce comes in because they're unhappy and they've lost their identity <sighs> and and they've went through all these years yeah. of having their identity in something else. And um, seeking happiness and joy and peace and things that weren't in the Lord, and then it just kind of erupts and explodes. And do you think there's ever a time where someone can and should be allowed to be discontent? Yeah, I think there's a time and place for that. So I think of like things that. All right, so I my son is not entitled to a video game. Right. So his feeling of discontent in that is wrong. Me being entitled. Uh, so so I'll I'll be transparent. When we were in the valley and. When we when the Valley Campus closed, I struggled a lot with that, and it was this "woe was me" type thing. And I realized there was some there was some discontent with some things that I was worried was going to happen or that I thought might happen. Yeah. And when I imagined it, I thought I, there was that feeling of entitlement. Like I worked really hard for this. Yeah. And it's like, well, really, it was the Lord, and and you just got to go along for the ride. But but I do think like if my child is discontent with an absent father. 
that's okay. He is a child should is entitled and should have a present family. Mm-hmm. If a wife is discontent with a husband who with her marriage because her husband sucks, um, that's okay. That there is an entitlement that a wife should have to a a healthy husband in the home. So there's areas where you're there is an entitlement to you based off the covenant or or the role that you have. Um, I think most people are discontent with the meaning of life um, because. Um, they haven't seen what the Lord has really yeah. given them. Like, you know, yeah. uh, I mean, I, just to be very personal, uh, uh, you know, I kind of went through a small season of that. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. There are still times that I do, like when we're dealing with some sort of Benjamin's medical situation, yeah. med- medical, um, especially when he was little, you know, Jason and I had been Christians. He had been a pastor. Yeah. We had done all these things that we think sure. are the right things to it's do. Like, and then, why? then why, why is this happening to us? Yeah. You know? Um, so I, I think there's definitely a time and place for it. Just, just like lamenting too. You know Be- what I mean? Being content in pain is really tough because you're saying so hard, you're, yeah. you have to go, okay, if the Lord was, if Jesus was crucified and suffered, of course, I'm going to have to to suffer as well um and to think like that i'm not going to suffer in some capacity is silly um and, or to even see the purpose of pain um that it, it, it somehow it, it, even though in the moment it's impossible to know how we could use it to minister to others or whatever Absolutely, that's yeah. not what our concern is but yeah that that's hard to be content in that yeah Ugh. yeah uh, and, and it's hard i think so one thing that i um one thing that I have learned, though, is um, most people will will s- suffer in discontentment to themselves. And I think, um, like, they don't share that with others. So, oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha, So if gotcha. I'm just completely unhappy with my marriage, my home life, my work life, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not reaching out, to, you know, I'm not reaching out to, I'm not talking to my husband about it. I'm not talking mm-hmm. to my employer about it. I'm not talking to a pastor or a friend about it. I'm not seeking counseling. I think those are the times, like, my counselor and I have talked many times about how a lot of times these laws are in your head. Oh, sure. And if you don't if you don't say them out loud and speak truth to them, then, you know, your brain can't fully process it. So yep. the, a lot of that, I've had to do a lot of work of, in personal counseling doing that myself, just saying, saying uh, you know, saying the things I think and then being able to laugh about because yeah. I'm like, that sounds so well, dumb. Like, here's speaking, the truth of it. Right. Scripture tells us to... to uh, take hold of our thoughts yeah. and bring them to the feet of Christ, right. right? So, like, that's what that is. That's what you're describing. It's this idea of, like, I need to captivate what I'm thinking and 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 put it under the filter of truth. What does Scripture say about this? And let it expose, yeah, those false expectations yeah. that either I shouldn't have that are unhealthy to have. Right. Um, so, some of the ones that I think that are unhealthy. Uh, speci- now, again, I think men deal with this, not to the degree that women do. Um and there's a line here that I'm not sure where it becomes unhealthy or healthy. So I'm really, I'm really curious what you think about this. So I was with some friends yesterday, and we were laughing because the husband, of course, uh, decided to see he saw some gray in his wife's hair, oh, no. and was like, "Oh my goodness, you have gray!" And I always joke like, if my if my wife didn't dye her hair, she would be she, it'd be like Miss Claus, right? She oh, Julie wow. has it'd be like white hair everywhere now and this is so funny and so so i'm so i'm getting a little gray 
Um, yeah, I so, see it. Yeah, so I, and, and I always tell Julie, I said, other than this, I look like I'm 26, and she thinks she thinks I'm crazy. I don't think I think I'm about 26, maybe oh, 27 yeah. Yeah. when I wake up in the morning. I see it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, but here's the funny thing: I've never thought I should die this. Yeah. The, it's weird to me, and I, and again, I'm not sure. I'm not saying that one's healthy or unhealthy. I just don't know what at what point. And, and the lady yesterday who we were talking to, she I think they listen. She I love her. She goes, it's vanity, okay? Just get, let it go. It's vanity. But I am curious. Like, what, what – we – there's an expectation of aging. Yeah. And we all age. Mm-hmm. Our bodies decay. They – you know, not I'm not the young stallion I was. Martha's doesn't. <laughs> I've not seen Martha Stewart, yeah, but I really. highly doubt that. Yeah, um, like, what is she, 81? She looked hot in that – Okay. Sports Illustrated. Okay. I, don't know. I don't know how you know, much it is. It's but, called man. editing, if so. But, uh, but my, my point is this. Uh, when, when it comes to aging, like I actually love um, when I see uh, some actresses that are that are older um, that, that age with grace. Oh, yeah. But, and you can see what what lack of contentment with aging looks like yes when you see madonna and some of these other people that look some like other people cat who've people, had a lot of right work done yeah yeah i mean they look Plastic ridiculous are, yeah 100 percent um and unrecognizable i yes. mean like they don't even look it's like so sad because yeah. they they there's there's an expectation that we should age yeah. we're not going to look the same and be content with that like again like you're talking about i did my identity is not in my hotness or whatever it is yeah. right um and, I, and so i see that and i always get sad but i'm like what is that line it is is dying even makeup like is there a lack does makeup say there's a lack of contentment with the way i look so i'm just curious that's now, really i don't wear makeup yeah so i don't know yeah why do women wear makeup does that have anything to do with discontent this is a, this is an honest question i didn't know we were talking about this today I, I think to a degree it does have have a lot to do with is it. Is it like, like self? Like I feel better about myself. I think it is. So when I wear makeup, it's not. For, I don't do it for other people. I mean, yeah. most of the time I roll in here, you know, just. But the goal off is the to street. wear makeup to make it look like you're not wearing makeup, right? Is that is that the goal? I think there are some people who have that goal, and then oh, okay. I th- I think some people are on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Um. Dude, I watched a video of, like, like there's this person that, like, transforms the way they look. Yeah. And it's, like, a mask. Yeah. I mean, it's it's insane. I saw that on Facebook Watch, by the way. I'm just going to speak for myself. Um, You know, when I wear makeup, it's for me just because I want to feel better. Like, I see the bags under my eyes. I see the, (laughs) you know, uh, we laugh a lot about it. Like, um, you know, for I think for women especially, like, the expectation of aging gracefully, gaining weight. Like, you know, it's almost impossible, like people and some women will roll their eyes at this but like you know i've I've told you all before like i have family members who like constantly joke when i see them about how i've gained weight now i'm not an unhealthy weight at all you should have a paintball gun with you at all i'm just not the 90 pounds (laughs) that i was for 25 you know what i mean like and that was an unhealthy weight like i am now physically i'm not my most my most healthiest but like but looking at me like i feel good i you know what i mean like i feel but um but yeah you still have that like people are just like oh my gosh look at her she's 
Now, fell off the wagon. I, I want to yeah. say this. I I think there's a degree of discontent. Like I when I know like I need to work out, right? Like I should not be content being unhealthy. Right. Right. Yeah. I shouldn't be that. Yeah. Um. But the, otherwise, like the expectation shouldn't be that I'm going to be Brad Pitt in Fight Club. No. Right. That shouldn't be the expectation. I want to be Brad Pitt in Fight Club. <laughs> I'd fall over dead though, and like. I don't know. Six I don't seconds. know who's who's the modern Brad Pitt in Fight Club. What I don't the, know. Joe Jonas is that somebody? Who? There's a Jonas. Isn't there Jonas Brothers that are like heartthrobs? I feel like I'm really old right now. Someone help me. <laughs> a sparkling vampire? Is he still around? Okay, this podcast was made in 1990. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm talking about sparklers I don't today. know who the person is. Yeah. Is Harry? Ha- is there a Harry? Harry Styles, yeah. Harry Styles. Couldn't, I don't know. I, I I don't think that's who you want to reference. Though. Okay, okay, whatever. The, the expectation shouldn't be that I, at 40, am going to look like um, yeah. sparkling vamp. Yeah. Um, I, I can't do that, right? That's yeah. just not realistic. Um, I, or whoever Harry Styles is. <laughs> so I always think it's really interesting, because I do think it's there with men, but not as much, right? Even yeah. like the dad bod thing is like something... Though, though, too, I did see a again. This is on Facebook Watch. If you haven't watched, it's a really wonderful little app on the on Facebook, um, where it was joking that like like uh, uh, dad bod for people is really like Chris Pratt, <laughs> like <laughs> but like not really what a dad bod is. Yeah, yeah, like Chris yeah. Pratt. He's so cute with his dad bod. No, so like, I don't have that dad. Bod. So this is my thing. I have um, a Jack Black dad bod. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Now I want to sing Peaches. Yeah. Um, no, I I, just, I think it's just like how generations have come up under other generations. Um, there was a woman who once told me we were at a women's gathering uh, for church. I think it was actually for New Heights. And um, she made the comment, sorry, I'm late. I had to put my face on. And I was like, well, this is how I came. Like, you see how that, like, this is me. This is like, and she's like, I think that's great for you. She's like, I was just taught you don't go outside unless you have your hair done and your makeup done. Yeah. Now, this is a much older lady. And again, I'm, whatever. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. No, that's not a bad thing. I mean, yeah, I could probably present myself a little bit better most (laughs) days. A lot better. But then, you know, I was getting my oil changed on Friday and this mom who's probably a little bit younger than me, walks in with a baby in infant carrier, yeah. and she, like, slapped this hair bow on this baby because she's like, I told you, you better get used to this. Like, when we're out, we have our hair done. And, like, her yeah. and the grandma, like, held this baby down and put this hair bow <laughs> on it. And I'm like, this is real off, you know. Um, so I, I think, one, it's just, like, having expectations passed down from generations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're raised to believe that, that. That's true with that's true with way you look and in possessions yeah 100 percent. when you look at what i can't how many times younger couples will say i grew up with these things now i expect to have these things yeah not really and they worked their butts off to get those things, right yeah you know? and so the the expectation of i should have this these are when that's an unhealthy expectation yeah. so how can we discern better and whether it's possessions whether it's um our you know life goals uh you know the jobs that we have to make up an appearance how do we decipher or discern what is okay discontentment and an unhealthy discontentment here's what you think you know honestly i i would say seek help um one i think you need to be praying about it 
Um, I think if you're doing that, that that's uh, a really good step in the right direction. Honestly, I would say if you are unhappy with something, you need to seek some sort of help, whether that's pastoral counseling or actually seeing a counselor, because, um, you know, that's something that, uh, you know, I've, I've been very open um, with our listeners that I see a counselor, and, and that's something my counselors are really quick to call out. And she's like, well, hold on just a second. Let's, let's back up. So is the expectation you have of, you know, for example, Jason, is that a healthy expect, you know, is that yeah. a healthy expectation or is that an unrealistic expectation because yeah. of something? And she's very, very uh, good about calling me out on that. To, sure. and, and that's very eye-opening for me because, yeah. you know, she's just a third party looking in. Um, right. And it's it helps me to be able to see the truth about a lot of things. I, I, I tend to think that discontentment is, if, if it's discontent with sin, um, that's okay. If yeah. it's discontent with unhealthiness, that's okay. If it's if you're if it's you're discontent with um, uh, if you're trying to chase and you're discontentment trying to chase um, uh, possessions or or youth, I think that's where um, I think that's where you might have a problem. It, it's it's okay to chase to be healthy, right? right. right. That's something I, I I honestly like. I sit back and go, okay, I need to do a better job at this. Yeah. But it's not because I'm trying to be 20 again. Right. It's because I want to be a better example for my kids, kids my yeah. wife. You want to be around everything, yeah. right? 100%. I want to be around longer. Um. So I, I think it really ends up being the heart. And so I think again, I think trying to be content. Um. You know, are you content with? your place in life uh, if you're someone who's wealthy uh, are you content with that and are you content with the role in that which is to bless those who aren't as wealthy i think you have to really in this so saying is it's easier said than done of course it is i, th- I think you have to 100 uh, percent truly do a lot of self-reflection and that's just not like surface based that's like yeah. okay why do i want this so let me ask you a question. but why do i want that you know what i mean like asking a lot of why i think the older i get the more content i get yeah. I, and, and may, maybe this is just me uh, but like I tend, I I used to have much bigger ambitions younger. Now my ambition is truly like I just I love what I do. I want to do this until I can't, until all I can do is make board games in my home, and then and then I my ambition is my biggest ambition is all I want is to see my kids' children. Like I want to meet them. Yeah. Um. I want. I want to be able to meet my grandchildren, and so, uh, like that's my ambition. Like I, I want to have healthy, wonderful children to grow up to be healthy, healthy, wonderful adults, so I can meet their kids. Uh. A- after that, like I'm, I can die. Uh. I'm okay. Like I, I, I don't. Like I, I want our church to grow, but it's not like you know what I'm saying. It's not yeah. like to be mega pastor or yeah. something of that nature. Yeah. Um. So I. But that's that. That's come with time, and that's also seen the the dangers and the poison of discontentment and entitlement in the area of ministry too well you've had to take some humble hits along the way um, yeah and that's you know and i i think that that's necessary for everybody like you have yeah. to do that otherwise you you kind of got a chip on your shoulder and right. you have the entitlement and ex- unhealthy expectations and, and those those painful moments really peel back and show you what you're yeah. made of right yeah. um and and i think it's what you do in those moments like whether you whether you take a step back to you know I said humble hits like where you, whether you take a step back to to reevaluate and do yeah. a lot of self reflection or you like double down and like try to you know I, say, what's, what's, I think it can make or break really what's, what's the other option you become you become bitter. depressed yeah. bitter those sort of yeah. things or or uh, you know I, I've known pastors who took major hits 
and their goal is to recapture something, and they're constantly chasing the wind. Yeah, like yeah. We, I, I got to get that 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 church feel that we once had, and it's it is it's chasing the wind. It's in vain, and it's a yeah. miserable miserable existence. Yeah, no, that's good. Good points. So, anyways, uh, what your space? What so so? It's okay to dye your hair if it's is, is what you're saying. I think. <laughs> I think it is. I don't. Yeah. I, mean, I, I agree. You know, I think it's. I think there is an unhealthy. It's all in the heart, right? It's I think. All in the heart. I think there's an unhealthy line you'll eventually cross somewhere along the way. You know, if you're if you're too vain about your appearance and stuff, and not not being able to accept that, you know, as you get older, you are going to age and your body is yeah. going to look different. And there are things you can do to try to, you know, don't. Okay, I can slow, tell. Slow the process. Stop eating but, so much Mexican. That's what I want to tell myself. That, but I know <laughs> too much Mexican leads to just what? bad. It, not good. Not it's good. Like, it's a colon cleanse, really. So <laughs> no. I mean, really, you should eat more. <laughs> it doesn't. It, it it doesn't work that way. Okay, I wish it did. Have Taco Bell once a month, and Taco that's your Bell's colon, a colon cleanse. cleanser. Yes, yeah. it is. That's why. That's my um, objective today. To goal today. As Some that. celebrities do the fruit cleansing or whatever they're called. We do Taco What's Bell. What's that? With fruit cleansing? You know, they, 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 well, I don't know if it's fruit, but they do like, it's like they don't even drink like gravel smoothies for like a week or something like that. Oh, okay. I don't remember. It was a, it was a trend once upon Probably a time. Probably something on fire. I saw it on Facebook Watch. Oh my, you've discovered Facebook Watch. <laughs> I don't know if it's and on everybody's phone, right? It is, Facebook. Yes. Oh, it is. It is. I didn't know if it was like an update that I got. <laughs> no. But I mean I did get it recently. I know. My uh, phone like stopped working. I had to get an update. I really can I just say I really one, I really enjoyed your sermon Sunday and I told oh, I told you that earlier in the week, but I was really impressed that you had a uh notorious BIG so, quote. I was really offended. Someone was like, Did Will give you that? I'm like, No. I was a '90s child. What? Like you, like, did like, like listen, you just skip the '90s. Listen, I, I, I was around when the Taurus Big played music and died. I think Will was still in his diapers. <laughs> he was still in his little, his little Basham diapers. His little Basham diapers. Okay. <laughs> I'll never forget. I got on the bus and everyone was crying. And I'm like, what happened? And they said, Biggie Smalls died. And it, I mean, I knew who he was. Right. I just, I just didn't care because I didn't really listen much to yeah. it. But yeah. Yeah, mo yeah. money, mo problems. The only listen. The only thing I disagreed with you about mm, the other day. Yeah, there's only one true king, the king of the north. The king of the north. Hey, <laughs> I wanted to stand true. up and shout it. Yeah, king of the north. <laughs> <laughs> and like the four Game of Thrones fans yeah. would have known what you're talking about. <laughs> the rest of you would have judged you harshly for they watching. Would have it. yes. Oh, oh right. yeah, they would have. Well, you know, I really enjoyed this uh, this conversation today and this podcast topic. So um, if you guys have any questions, you know you can um, submit those on our app through um, the Connect um, um, podcast. I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway, you can go on there and submit a question <laughs> when you find the podcast uh, icon. Um, we will, just to kind of let our listeners know, um, we're going to kind of be doing things a bit different this summer, and uh, we're going to probably be putting out a podcast every other week um, just because of some busy schedules. And we're going to have a few guest appearances from some of our friends um, and maybe some from some, some Will's friends. friends. <laughs> some of Will's friends and then some new friends, too that yeah. you've never heard on our podcast That's before. Right. So um, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, submit them on the New Heights Church app, and we'll catch you next time. Watch for deer. <laughs> <laughs>